Hello, good afternoon. Monday, the 2nd of October. Mondays. Let's hope October is better than September. Monday, so. For Everton. It was Halloween on Saturday. It was certainly Fright Night or Fright Afternoon, wasn't it? Mm. Everton beating again at home. Fourth home defeat on the run. Fourth home defeat of the season. We did score a goal, though. Mm. Albeit, bar decided to kill that moment as well. As much the as joy, there was no joy in that, was there? Um, and when you see you know, Dominic King, who is off massive red persuasion, slating it, the decision, saying, why did it take three and a half minutes when everyone could see within three seconds he was onside, looking for a way to disallow the goal? It tells you everything where VAR is, and that was before Liverpool are there. That was before the big one. The big one. That the has led to change unprecedented fallout, despite this happening to so many other clubs. Uh, and happening to we'll Everton. talk more about that on more than a game. We will. But, um, yeah, the, I mean, don't get me started on Anthony Taylor's display at the weekend. But um, another home defeat, Ped, and it's... You know, the, the saddest thing about it, I mean, I, if I could have got on the pitch and got to that, I would have been told them a few choice words no a few choice words because my boy was devastated at the final whistle but for me I was just like that's what we do we play at home but I popped on social media because someone had sent me a message and said just and then I noticed that um found the thing for it for the reason and it was yeah. good because yeah. it's been clarified to him so it's not Sean Dyche no no it's not the fact that no, no. he can't win games no no it's the fans it's the fans the it's fans always the fans are at, well, it's always the fans the home yeah. and, and notably people who don't go the match yeah it's uh, always or the fans. travel over and, yeah. and blame the fans it's always the fans so it's the always fans the fans fans. the fans who've been there through yeah. thick and thin it's they were fault. there on Wednesday night at Villa who were there at Brentford last week mm. it's always the, it's the same people not like different people you know it's, it's the, the fans. same the it's fans the same people so, um, that is we... the biggest bollocks by the way and you can clip this and you can put this anywhere you want that is the biggest load of bollocks I've ever heard in my life it is peddled out by people who do not have a fucking clue about what's going on the same as when people throw XG round and then want to like quote tweet you because they think they know because their only existence as a football fan is to watch football via XG it's as simple as that right so this idea of XG being like the beholden to everybody, it's not, right? I understand what it's for, mm. right? I've had many conversations with people like Andy who, who are, who it's part of, part of their, you know, their, what they do, mm. but it's, but you can't hide behind it. You can't hide behind losing games of football and throwing a stat up. No. And it's the same with the, right? I'm going to say this dead easy, right? If you have not got the bollocks, to play in front of a football crowd that expects you to win at home, then you should not be an Everton player. The same way if you're a manager like Frank Lampard, who who thinks that going for a win in the last minute shouldn't happen or there's an expectation. If you can't, if you have not got the bollocks to stand in front of forty thousand fans who are unhappy or or three thousand who are who are um, who are against you. Then how are you going to win games of football? Only... How are you ever going to? When are you going to be able to take that expectation and win things like a cup final or, or God forbid, ever challenge of anything ever? How are you ever going to do that? It's a load of bollocks. The one thing I don't get is with that is we we done all right away in games. Yeah, where, where everyone's, everyone's against, against you. you. So how when people aren't against you at home? Because there might be a groan of you. And I, I'll be honest. I sat there on Saturday 
I couldn't sit here honestly and go, Goodison was toxic on Saturday because it wasn't. Goodison was silent yeah. on Saturday. So if you can't play in front of Sa- the Luton fans, were I mean, the team was the, one of the most, without being too disrespectful, they hadn't spent any money, so I wasn't expecting anything else. They were a limited side, but they all worked the bollocks off them, of and their fans were brilliant. Last in noisy, or there was a few bad Tory shouts, but in general, their fans were brilliant all the way through. Didn't stop. Evertonians, if anything, if there's any criticism, and I don't criticise them, it's just the fact that we're quiet. Yeah. But we're quiet because there's nothing to get excited about. If there's any criticism of them, because I might as well just throw everything out there now. If there's any criticism, it's clapping the fucking fans off, uh, the, players the players off at the end of the game. But I don't get when you, they boo. They boo. But then they clap. And then they come That's and they go, oh, I better clap because it's Michalenko. Is Michalenko. Oh, and O'Nana's done a lap of the pitch. Fuck off. Go away. Go down the tunnel. And after the game, keep your fucking mouth shut That's as more well. the players than Dominic Carvalhoon. I don't care who it is. Oh, we'll, oh we've, got a, we've got a game to put at night. No, you had that game to put it right. You had that game to put it right from all the other performances that you've done at home that have been crap. He was good, though. I no, thought. he was good. And was I'm not having a go at him personally. But I... Everyone knows this talk and the talk. What do we game. do? Hang on. What do we do, though? We do, say, you know, it's... I'll be honest. If Mashiri was still at control of the football club, Sean Dyche been, would have been sacked by now because he's sacked managers for way less mm-hmm. than what's going on right <laughs> now. Right? But there isn't. So forget it. Like, park the Dyche thing for a minute. Yeah. What do we do? Because... Oh, at home, we've lost 13 of the last 19 home yeah. games. It's absolutely <laughs> disgraceful. I've never known we've scored like eight goals at home under the manager. Newcastle got that in a week last, in a game yeah, okay. last week. We don't look like we're capable of winning at home. We have these these chances that people. It's not like we go through, no. cut a team out and square it, and we've got a tight. There was none of that. It's hopeful balls which yeah. ricochet. That's fine. That's fine. Poor side, by they the way. Were poor. We didn't. Don't forget, we didn't lay a glove on the only the only decent team we've played the goodest in this season. No, 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 no. We didn't. Um, but what do we? I mean, how do we change it? Because only the only the manager and the players can change it. We've done. We've done the bus welcomes. We've done all the flags. We've done the blue. Do you think fl- though? Do you think the the ownership thing has got anything to do with it, or, or is it is it not? Is that not coming into it at the moment? No, I think everything comes into it. There's a massive frustration at this football club. Of course, there is. Fans have been hung out to die for ages. We've tried everything, and now we're at the point where, now we're at the point where it's like, well, what, what, what do you want? What do you really want us to do? You know, the fellas in the crowd. You know, uh, you know, come. They've both come to the game, so we know that's 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 going to happen, isn't it? That's going to happen. All the stuff about that is quite frankly horrendous. If you read anything about it, so that gets fans nervous. So fans don't know what they're walking into. Of course, some fans are going to think about it and have open minds about it. Fine, I understand that. But you go the game. That game on Saturday, you spoke speaking to me before the game about it, and I was just like, and I think me and Jack said this on the previous. Like, if we can just get through this game, we know it's not going to be easy. I mean, all this shouts are like five nil and stuff. We knew it wasn't going to be easy. We knew it was like one of those games that we just have to get. We just had to get a win on Saturday, and they failed. And they failed because the manager set them up to fail. As far as I'm concerned, the team was so negative the way he set them up. This manager, 
right? So he's got a James Garner problem. It's a simple. He's got a that. massive James. He's Garner got a James problem. Garner problem. Yeah. The problem is he wants to play him, but hasn't got the bollocks to take anyone out of midfield to play him in it. It's as simple as that. He has not got the bollocks to take someone out of midfield, so he wedges him in on the right with a fella behind him who ain't gonna. But get why didn't him. he just wedge him in at right back? Well, because he's not gonna. He doesn't want to play passes, and it's clear at the moment. Ashley Young is not good enough. If anything, he's better at left back. If anything, yeah. right. So why didn't to keep James Garner in the side, which is fine. If you if you don't want to move one of your midfield three, because mm. you think um, we showed again once Garner went off second half, we were we were fucked. As far as I'm mm. concerned, second yeah. half didn't have anything in midfield. But we didn't game. have any intensity. In no, midfield. there was nothing in midfield, and that was with James Garner in the middle of midfield. But you want to play him because he's been playing well. I get that, brilliant. But the onus is on you at home. So why don't you just play him right back? Because he would have overlapped and give what? us something. But Ashley Young was never going past Jack some, Harrison. Or... Why don't you just have some bollocks and just play play in midfield if that's where he wants to play him, though? Mm. And you're right, he could have played him at right back, but he hasn't got the bollocks to, to put him in a position where he's going to do some damage. There should have been, as far as I'm concerned, should have, Dan Juma should have started the game. He's obviously got a problem with Dan Juma because he came on last, so he's obviously got some kind of issue with him. But he should have started Dan Juma on one side and he should have started McNe- either McNeil or Harrison on the other side. And that's it. Mm. Because they play five at the back. Simple as that. Why didn't we just match them? So why why are we trying to... Like, where was the Corey playing? Where was McNeil playing? Corey was on the left. Exactly. And his heat, in the middle. Look, if you look at his heat map, his heat map's all on the left. So weird. he's on the left. So the manager hasn't got the bollocks. He sticks us out there and he's like, well, and all this about like all the shots we had, well, most of them are from outside the box. But and then, then five on and then it comes down to the players. All, oh, James, James Garner, just smash it. Just smash your chance. First time. Hit the goalkeeper. It's mm. just, it, you know, just, oh, I'll, bet, I'll just bend one. So as far as I'm concerned, he set them up. He set them up. The wrong way, and then when it didn't work, he went to four four two, like 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 their centre backs don't play, haven't played all the time against big lads in the championship. Who when you go long, it's food and sink for no, them. But that's okay if you then get wide and putting crosses. Exactly. We, we, we just it. We weren't. It was nonsense, and it all that all comes down to the manager. Zach says uh, twenty three shots a goal, and seventy percent possession. Both our strikers on the po- pitch both couldn't finish. I struggle to understand how that's Dyche's fault. But then if you struggle to un- don't understand it then that's I can't help you because we win games comfortably with 30% that's the point isn't it you can have all the ball you want the last two away games the opposition have had the ball it's quality of chances I think there is a sorry go on, go on. No, I was going to say it's quality of chances it's 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 being clean being clean through it's making Good, good. We, the goalie did not have a save to make second. Their goalie did not have no, one, no, no, one no. save he made from a from a block Dominic Carvalhoon shot from outside the box. Mm. Is that is that going for it? Is that is that so you you're two one down? You've just scored before our time. You're going into the second half. Jack Harrison's coming on. Everyone knows that. See him warming up at our time, and you have one shot on target, which isn't a difficult shot for the keeper to save in the entire second half. Shooting to the Gladys Street. is that positive? That's not positive. That's crap. Simple as that. John Vance says Dice will always go for experience. Hence Young and Guy start, but Patterson and Dan Juma should have started. Negative hoofball. Yeah. I don't, listen, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly... 
you do not. No, I don't. I don't. When I watch the players, I mean, them players were, were clearly better than every Luton player. Clearly, you could see it just watching the game with your eyes. Yeah, we've got no clue when we come forward. Like I don't, I don't think you can set up the way we set up away from home, at home. We can't. Yeah, yeah. The core is, in effect, you may as well not play at home. He's, I said this last week, is it a case for not playing at Goodison? He's just, he's dreadful. Yeah. Away, he's great because we can like sit and he can just play off the striker and he can break the midfield. In the second half, he was playing as a striker. But the manager, what the manager basically did was, instead of going, this is not working, I need to put wings on both sides and create chances, he just went, well, we'll just go long. And it's great saying, well, it's the play. Yeah, it was, of course it's the players missing the chances, but it's the manager who puts the players on the pitch. It will always be the manager. You can moan and moan and moan about players all you want. The manager sets them up. They train all week. They get coached all week by the manager and the coaches. It will never not be the manager or the coaches. It's his job to make them better. It's his selection. I remember speaking to a couple of Villa fans last year. Exactly. And um, they exactly. were telling me, they told me, I didn't necessarily agree because I looked at the, f- the front players and was like, no, nah, I'm not coming. But they were saying it's one of the worst Villa squads they've had. Yeah. With Gerard, it was when Gerard was yeah, in yeah. charge, they were getting beat. They looked, they looked awful. They, yeah. I, you were looking going, these actually could be interrupted all over the place. Yeah. They got Emery in. Now, I mean, you just bounced Brighton six at the weekend. Okay, Brighton you know, undone themselves as well, I get that, but he went in and changed, now I've added some better players as well, but he's gone in and changed it, this is what Dyche has to do, he's got to, and it's Wone and it's Stone, the three of them, got to come up with a way, you can't go, oh it's alright at, sorry at Brentford, and it's great, because they were, they were great at Brentford, and they were great at Villa, and they were praised, and we've been, we've been good away from home, away from home, fine, but you cannot continue this. But this is seven defeats in eight at home. So these, you know, people, I know people negatively talk about Everton's players. The crap and all this. The Luton's players aren't better than Everton. They've just won a Premier League game the weekend. Burnley's players aren't better than Everton's. They've got one point. Sheffield United's players aren't better than Everton's. Wolves' players aren't better. They're not. And if you think okay. so, then you, you're clueless. You're on the flip side then. The flip side. Because I can see people defending the manager and having a go with the players. But that it's still the manager's fault then. Because if you've got a group of players, you have to find a manager that improves them. It's simply... Do you know what does my head in with that argument, though? Last week when we won at Brentford, loads of people just come out and praise the manager. Yeah. Loads. So it wasn't the so players. We, so it wasn't the players yeah. last Saturday. Yeah. It was the manager. But it's not the manager this weekend. Yeah. It's the players. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so which one? I've got no problem with it, right? But which one is it? Which one is it? Is it always the players? If it is, and I'm, I'm a strong believer in... Most times it is always the players, but then when I sat here a year ago and everyone was slating Frank Lampard, get rid of him, get rid of him, even though he was capable of winning back-to-back Premier League games, by the way, which Sean Dice oh, hasn't so. done at the moment. But well, hang oh, on, go on sorry. people were having a go at Lampard, he's this, he's that. Yeah, at Goodison, we were quite attacking and we, we yeah. tried to win every game. We weren't great and by the end, his record said he had to be sacked. Well, the same with Benitez. Also, but, can I just flip this on its head a minute? We're, we're, we're overthinking this about the attacking side of things. What about the defensive side mm. of things? The, anyone who's in that ground, by the way, anybody knew they were scoring from a corner. Oh, Slater. Oh, anybody. Because the, the first two corners, the lad had a free header. Yeah. I went, these are going to score. Gonna score. These. Everybody, everybody was in there, knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And then, and we're giving... I don't think you see that on telly, the no, ones no. you're defending. 
we the ones who watch on telly, I don't as, think you see. Soon as how easy it is. Soon young, and what looked like Tarki letting the ball go out because that's what it looked like to me. Well, what was great was that ball was going over yeah. the head and Tarkovsky had it. So why did Young on the stretch decide to back head it out instead of just leaving it and so back that? So everybody, everybody knew what was happening. Mm. Everyone can see it. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he, what happens? They get okay. It ends up being, but it's not lucky because they're like it's a great header on it's the bar. Mm. I don't know what Ashley Young's doing. Man, he just clear it. I don't know what he's doing. Trying to kill it. I don't know line. what he's doing. And then the the free kick. Why has <laughs> Michalenko got two players? And why is he not marking the number? No, but he should just be marking the striker. No, no. But why has he got two players? No, and why hasn't? And why hasn't he he as a player? It's like Dwight got McNeil. the authority to go. Hey, come here. Have the authority. Should be no, saying to you know McNeil. I mean? Get here, because Dwight say. McNeil's just like that. Like he because was he's a, for eighty three minutes on Saturday. So, I did. So I They've been, he's been told to set up like that for some reason. Because what's worse is if you go further up the line, we've got two players marking no No, no, but I don't... I, on this one, I don't believe Sean Dykes has said you can leave the striker on his own. I do. Dale, no, oh, I, 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 we live in an era, mate, where uh, set pieces, strikers, set pieces are, are worked out to the... There's no way, there's no way on earth, on any earth... That Michalenko's got two players and it's not it's not pre-planned. It's just not. You know, because if if he's if he's standing there and he knows he's got two players, he'd be screaming at someone else. And I he's find not. that hard to believe. I know, but I, that, you might be right, but I'm saying that, I though, find that hard to believe. That's football. What I find more hard and he just to believe goes, is why he hasn't screamed at McNeil yeah. to get back. That's he, what I don't understand. Because it, and that's what tells me it's pre-planned. It's pre-planned for him to have two men because they're not expecting it to go there and the lad, great finish to him and we're 2-0 down and nobody's talking about the defending. They're just talking about the missed chances. Mm-hmm. So the fella... So this is my issue, right? This is my issue. It's mentality. We've got a manager who thinks he's managing Burnley, who thinks every game at home is a scruffy dogfight to win points, which it is now because that's what he's created. And... We've got a, we've got a, I don't know, we've got a, people, I'm not, listen, I don't care whether people think I'm right or wrong. In modern football, everything is done to the nth degree. It's not mm. Sunday league. Mm. You don't just go get a man. That's not how football works anymore. Everything is done to the nth degree. If Michalenko was, suppo- was supposed to have one man and someone was supposed to have, why isn't he screaming at that person? Football doesn't work like that. When they talk about the details, when they talk about the details, it's all about every last detail, set pieces, everything. Otherwise, and it's not a defensive lap by Michalenko, by the way, because who's he supposed to mark? Because the person in front of him, no one's marking him. And no one's marking So what's Michalenko supposed to do? It's not a defence. You know, everyone knows I'm not a massive fan of Michalenko, but how's he supposed to mark two men at the same time? How's he supposed to do that? So, utter bollocks. That comes down to fine details. That comes down to sorting that out. And if it hasn't been sorted out, guess whose fault it is? The manager's. Because that's his job. So, if he sends them out to just all stand there in a line, then that's the manager's fault. Simple as that. Any way you cut it, any way you cut it, it's the manager's fault. It's as simple as that. So, he has to... He has to now understand that he can't be set. He got to look at Everton and go, he keeps on talking about the fans and this and that, big club, everyone has this expectation. Do you have an expectation to win games? Because I don't see it. You know, one we've only scored one goal in, in any game with Sean Dice. That's a disgrace. And I don't understand. I don't I just don't understand how how it how it, this is acceptable. 
And that, that's not me saying sack them. I just don't understand how this is acceptable or how people find this acceptable. Everything is supposed to be done. Everything is supposed to be done to the nth degree. So, if if Michalenko's got two men, that's something he should have seen beforehand when they're prepping the players. Simple as that. So, you can... If you want to de- you can defend Dice all you want, go and defend his record. Go and defend his record. Go on. Let's say you just defend his record. Very interesting. With different players, whatever. Defend his record and come back to me. Because next week it could be worse than Mike Walker's. Mike Walker's, the worst manager we've ever had. So come, come and defend them to me. Because I'd love to hear what you've got to say. Think the issue is, regardless of the manager... There's all these players. That the biggest surprise I've got, it's not missing chances, right? But I don't think you can keep saying, Well, we create loads of chances and we don't score. I, I don't buy that as a thing. I really don't, because there should be an hour's finishing every day. Then if you're that bad in front of goal, and I know for a fact there isn't an hour's finishing every day. So let's just park that there for a minute. The biggest thing I thought we'd get under this man, this was what I what blew me away with Rafa Benitez, as in blew me away in a negative thing. Because I thought we would be defensively tight. So if Saturday, if we missed a host of chances and it ends nil-nil, I'd be like, well, you know what? At least we're tight. He's created this tight unit. Jordan Pickford doesn't keep clean sheets. The last, when was that? Was Bournemouth was the last clean sheet he had, which was in a game we had to win, which was our only win at Goodison, by the way, since March. But we just don't keep clean sheets. So what are we doing at the back? We're all saying... Branthwaite and Tarkovsky are decent defenders, aren't we? We all would we all would say that. Mm. Okay, you can you can argue over the left back all you want and say whether he's good, bad, whatever, right? And we can say the same at the right back. Are they the problems then the full backs? But it's not as if every goal we can see is from full back positions, so we can't even say that. A lot of goals we've conceded have been offset pieces, which I thought we would be really good at. Mm. And we're not. And I don't know why. I don't know. If that Morris, it's who the won manager. the first couple of headers, was a threat, then Tarkovsky should have gone man-to-man with him. Because you can go all, you, all day, you can say, well, we've set up as in zonal. I mean, it's, it looks part zonal, part man-to-man to me, but I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying what I see. The lad got the run on us twice. They've added one over the bar, which he should have done better. Was it him or the six? One of them. It was a clean three. The lad who, uh, the lad who scored the first goal got the first header. Lock you. Yeah, like three header. And you're like, there's your warning there. So let's limit these to, you know, to not giving silly fouls away, whatever. And it's that, and it's those areas that we haven't sorted out. That's a big issue to me. It's a really big issue to me. The fact that you can't defend someone who can't set a team up to play at the place where you're supposed to garner most of your points. We're supposed to get our most of our wins at Goodison because we're not a great football team. So to win away, we'd have to have a day like they had at the weekend, which was a little ridey look a little bit, but work much harder than the opposition. And when you get a couple of opportunities, be able to take them. I don't know whether we can do that. We wouldn't go to the gulf between the two sets of players at the weekend. We wouldn't go to someone with that gulf. So that gulf, I think, between Everton's team and Luton's team 
to me would be akin to like us and but they were, Liverpool's probably too they high were a but team that weren't they? us and Villa say Brighton say maybe into I don't know though but say it was us and Liverpool we wouldn't go to Anfield to bad the thing but and get back and they have all the ball and all that and nick a win like that because we wouldn't be that intense so at home we have to create something where these teams find it difficult to play against but there was there's no wave of attacks that's what worries yeah. me we're not tight at the back and there's no way of playing I was listening to Ben Mee talking about yeah. the difference with Brentford and Burnley and he was like they work on things in the final third where at Burnley it was a bit more off the cuff I don't think you can be off the cuff anymore in the final third I really don't I think it has to be processes all the time so that's what they've got to that's what they've got to try and create but why haven't we created it yet why are we why are we in October and we haven't won a home in fact we haven't got a point at home yet and, and listen, I'm not asking. I'm not saying the manager should be sacked. I'm just asking for standards. Where are the where is the standards going at this football club? It's something I said after there isn't any. something I said after the after the Fulham game of a, a club, and I'm not like a club just coming another club coming to Goodison and just turning us over, and they're just being a shrug of the shoulders by everybody. Mm. Where are the where are the standards going at this football club? You know, I I know. I know in the in the modern age we're we're not we're not seen as this big club. No. But surely our, we've got to have those standards for ourselves. Then. If no one's gonna ha- surely if as fans we don't keep those standards ourselves, then what's the point? And I just I just don't I just don't see where this manager talks talks like I imagine like a, he's like David Brent. It's all just waffle 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 waffle. You don't like. There's no when you look at him. He just he never like he keeps his calm. He might as well be AI the way he just talks. There's never any emotion comes out of him. And but people might like that. People might not like it. But I just think for us as a fan base, we have to have some kind of we have to start creating standards for ourselves. Otherwise, you know what's the point? This the last two owners have ripped all the standards out of the actual club. The fellas who are taking over, I don't think they're going to add any standards back to the football club. So we must be the holders of the standards of this football club. And when I see people talk about results like this, well, it was it was well, it was because he he missed he missed the chances, and and it's because you know Michalenko should have had two men, shouldn't have had two men, and or you know should have took responsibility. It's not holding the people who actually have the power to do things at this football club, and that is the manager. So the more there should be more pressure on him, and the and then the journalist should be able to take that pressure into a press conference and say, you know, the fans are not happy with this. What the hell is going on with the set pieces? Why you can see you? What you just said is absolutely right, absolutely right about that. So they've got big a couple of big lads that I imagine if you watch all the videos of them from set pieces, probably do all the damage. And yet we've let them three times get in our box mm. and get free the first contact on the ball. Why aren't why isn't someone like why aren't we throwing you know why aren't the, why isn't the manager told Tarkowski you're our best header you mark him and that's the end of it mm. you're man to man on him and all you Dom. yeah and you look after him and that's the end of it forget mm. zones and all but it's not it's all just oh whatever and by the way it's this is not an overreaction this is not well we won two last week this is four games at home against three bang average teams mm. this is three wins. Since Sean Dice came in at home, it's three wins. 
Where's the stand? Is it, you know, I know it's a def- different thing, but you know, Rangers are third. They expect to be first or second. Second manager gone, bingo. Simple as that. Got beat at home by a team that we felt. Hello. I know, but but it's it's this thing again, though. We just we we have to hold the stands of this football club, and we're just watching it again and again and again. But it's being dripped. That's been. But that has to stop, though. That's been dripped. People that has to stop. People, these too, too many people go to match bars and they just stand there and then oh you know you're two 0 down and it's an absolute disgrace. Just get behind them. Get behind what? We can see what's happening. The manager should be making subs in the first half and then clapping the play. What are you clapping the plays up for? They were a disgrace. What? I'm not calling for it, but you know what? Fucking hell, another no, country. No, but the thing about it, the thing about it, these you know the some of these fans defending it were the ones who said Moyes wasn't good enough and yeah. David Moyes teams were always battling near the top end of the, the, the table and it's got worse though the standards have been eroded over the last few years people have just accepted it yeah. and accepted it and accepted it to the point that so we now are, we you are. can accept now I don't the fans you know we were sat there pissed wet through it the weekend yeah. got in the game drenched and watched that and, you, and, and listen if we'd have been winning our home games and we got beat Saturday you'd just have to go well, it was one of those yeah. days, wasn't it? We missed a host of chances, two bad goals to give away. We were crap. Bad day at the office. Turn up, let's do it again. It isn't that. You've got to look bigger than that. You, in isolation, I said this when Fulham beat us. In isolation, you go, God, you feel sick because you look at a game and go, that was a game you should have won, and you didn't. But you can't keep saying it. If it keeps happening, what do you do? Do you just go, oh, well, because that's what I'm seeing. Some it's, people's, not everyone. By the way, it's not about getting angry. It's about having it's about having standards. It's about not just shrugging your shoulders because we got beat again. I don't care if people think we're a toxic fan base. I really don't. I couldn't care I less. I don't think we are. No, though. I know, but I don't care if people think we it's are. It's 28 years us. since we won a trophy. I don't care about the boo and stuff. I don't care about people thinking we're getting angry. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Let fucking Paddy Power make as many adverts or jokes or whatever they want out of us. I don't care. Right, it's about holding these people to standards, and we haven't done for years, and that's why our club's been running to the ground because our fan base have allowed this to happen. They just—I don't know. No, with the half bars, it has to be said. They just far too many of our fan base just shrug it off, and it's another defeat. And oh, if we'd only done this, and we've got next week. Next week is an absolute must-win. If we don't beat Bournemouth, he should be sacked, whether he is or not. Whether he will, will or not, different kettle of fish. If he can't beat Bournemouth, he should be sacked. It's as simple as that. I got. I'm, you know that I'm normally quite optimistic, but I look at that Bournemouth game and I just think, I, I don't like the way I feel today. I think Bournemouth will beat us yeah. because the miles better than Luton and they work hard. So I just look. The and only go, difference well, is what be, are we gonna come up with? They'll, can they'll, be, come up they'll with? be they'll be they'll be they'll be open a bit more. They'll be a bit more they open. Maybe, may but they haven't won a game. Eriola's not won a game yet, so no, no. Well, you know what normally happens. Now, listen, by Thursday and Friday, I'll be thinking we're going to win three, yeah. three one or something. I'll be com- I'll be more positive. But today, I'm just looking at the whole thing. Going, this is. I just don't know what we're doing because I'm. You know, I've gone the match a long time, and I've never, ever, ever 
seen Everton lose this many home games but did ever. You get- can I ask you, did you get angry on, you got, I, I believe you did get very angry on Saturday. I was angry because Zach was upset. Zach was upset. If he would have not been at me, I'd have just gone, what do we expect with, with what we're seeing? But but isn't that the point though? There's far too many people going to match now and it's just, and I'm not, I'm not having a go with the people, by the fans, by the way, because it's been cut, it's been, it's been death by a thousand cuts. It's not something that's happened overnight. Mm. This isn't all Sean Dykes, by the way. No, the, club has, the club has been managed into this state. Of course Once they picked Benitez, the downgrade of our club began. And COVID, you know, we were coming out of COVID. And, you know, they, we allowed... For, I don't know how we could have stopped it, to be fair. People tried to. But he picked Benitez, and that was the day the club died. Because it was a manager. Not nearly... You know, Rafa was Rafa, whatever he is. But... He come in and changed things immediately and sacked people, got rid of people like Luca Dean and whatever, whatever. And we all started feeling that little bit of disconnect. It got even more. Don't forget, we were we were coming out of COVID, which was horrific. And since then, it's got worse. And that's why Frank Lampard was given a big backing because he come in and he tried to get it. And Lampard knew that he had to try to get the crowd going at Goodison. And he tried that. He just wasn't very good away from home either. Mm. And therefore, what he was trying to do wasn't working. Mm. But then everything's just got worse and worse and worse. But we've changed a lot of players. So when people go, it's all on the players, you go, well, hang on. (laughs) We keep changing the players and you can't tell me they're all crap. Anthony Gordon's getting talked about like he's a snip going to Newcastle. Well, you know, were any of us that bothered? Alex Awobi will be getting talked up by Fulham soon. But people that bother people going, it's a good deal. Fine, no problem. Players will come and go. There's no issue with that. But Everton, Everton are better than what they are showing. But I just don't think you can keep losing home games. There's, there's Something needs to happen. So we need to come up with a new approach at home, a new way of playing. Away from home. I've got no problem. Everton can go and board a life out of 19 opposition fans all season as far as I'm concerned and try to nick a goal no issue with how we play away none I've never had an issue with it because it's I understand it's difficult if you had a great team you'd get on the front foot and try to be but we haven't but you've got to also put building blocks in place to grow this isn't nothing's growing at the moment it just feels like we're in a state of rudderless limbo where you're just looking at it going well I don't know what's happening because where's the plan? We've got a ground being built there, but there's no like vision for it. We're in limbo with the owner. We're in the manager doesn't seem right now to be able to get a tune out of us at home. The players don't seem capable of ignoring even what the manager's saying and getting on and doing your bleeding job as a professional or taking everything the manager says on board and delivering. It can't be. Don't blame the fans at Goodison because that's bollocks. Because like Ped said before, what happens when we go to Old Trafford then? There's 74,000 booing us. And his, we, is that written off? We go to Anfield in, and they're opening the, the big stand, aren't they? They're the first game, so there's going to be 61,000 there. So we've got no chance then, have we? Because our players, are, oh, can't boo the players, you know, because they can't play. They've had it then, haven't they? Six, seven, eight nil, will that one be? You can't make those excuses. We all, but you're right. But I all see. I'm right now. It's the most helpless I've ever felt as an Evertonian because I look and I go. I can't blame fans for going. 
This is where we are. I'm fans feeling I sick. Can, but no, 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 you can't. But I'm talking about me. No, no, go back, what, that, go back to that point you said before, though. I, I don't actually think the ground was that bad. No, it isn't toxic. That's what I mean. It's just quiet. It was just quiet. So what I'm saying is, I can't blame fans for being quiet. You sat there, piss wet through. The Gladys teeth are standing up. There's some nonsense announcements on the tannoy. And people sit down, or you will be it. Yeah, well, the whole Gladys teeth aren't yeah. getting thrown yeah. out, are they? So st- and maybe, stop maybe, that. just maybe, if you'd put in the safe standing when we fucking told you to, it wouldn't be an issue anyway, mm. would it? Right, but that's going on. So I don't, I don't have a go at the fans for for being quiet because. We're all there going, when does this end? Yeah. We're getting punched every week. Exactly. When does it finish? Do you know what I mean? And then on the flip side, I don't know what, I don't know what the play is. They, they must be, I'd have a bleeding Catholic priest in, a Mus- I'd have everyone in to bless the ground. I'd have a dog to piss on every goalpost and sign something because right now, we lack leaders though, don't we, on the pitch? No, like when do. you've got Brantwaite, after their first goal, talking to the other players, mm. trying to get the message point, mm. Brantwaite, there's no, kid. There isn't any leaders. There's no leaders on the pitch at all. There's no one out there actually grabbing all the people going, what are you doing? Why aren't... Like, when that second goal went in, why... Well, if that, if the case is, why didn't someone go to Michael Lenko? What the fuck are you doing? What, what's going I think on? I McNeil shouted, but he was 20 yards away. No, but that's away. the point. Well, like, be going, well, where were you? There's no, because there's, I've got two men. There's no, yeah, that's the point. There's no, there's no leaders on the pitch. So you've got nobody, you know, got Dom saying something to, to Pickford. Well, it's like, big deal. It's like, wh- where are the leaders on the pitch? Where's the captain? It's great steaming into a 50-50 and winning and blah, blah, blah. But where, where are these players when you actually need them? It's it's so frustrating, though, because you've seen at Brentford the week before and Villa on Wednesday, the intensity. Why is that intensity not there at yeah. home? Why is it? Because of the manager, he sets them up. I don't know, though. But that's how he sets them up. No, I know, but like I said to you, I play play football, right? I know, but the robots. Whatever level, right? But no one ever told me how to play the game. Premier League football, this is what they do now. No, but good. I I spoke to Jamie Carrigan. Carrigan was like, never, never ever listen to a leading manager. It's a different generation. These kids are brought up like robots. And all the way through their career now, they're just robots. You listen to anybody who's playing the game now. Everything. If you're... It's like the Pep Guardiola thing. You might score from something, but it's not something I told you to do. Then you, These players now are like robots. Everything is done for them. There's no off-the-cuff stuff. No, no. That's why we don't have... But that's why we don't have players like that. We don't have these players for anyone anymore who do things off-the-cuff. Everything is managed and everything is... But I don't think we are in the final third, Pep. I don't no, and, think... No, and, I, know, I don't think our attacking thing. players are. I know. I think it's when you look at it. It does seem to be just toss the ball in and hoping you... If pe- by the way, if people genuinely don't think that football clubs work on set pieces all week against the opposition and know where they are, like Baz said before, where it's zoning or all that, or who you're picking up, or they have... No well, they should on, be. No, when you come on and you see the fella with the board saying, this is what you're doing and this is all who you're picking up, that's, that's all gets done in the week. So if anyone thinks you just go on the pitch and they go, you mark up like it's Sunday league, then then honestly, you, you don't understand football in the modern era. You really don't. Football now is about no, it is. gains in the inches. Like Al Pacino said, it's the inches. They're all, they're all to blame for me. The yeah, manager, Wone, Stone, and every one of those bleeding players, they're all in it together. 
You can't go to Brentford and play that way with that intensity. Go to Villa. Mm. Doesn't matter if Villa made changes, we made changes, but we had a good intensity about us. We had a, we looked like we knew how to create chances at the weekend. We just, even when people, you know, we were sat there going, oh, could be 3 0 up now after 10 minutes. But when you look at it, you know, Dwight McNeil was unlucky in the first couple of minutes. That shot just shaved but the post. That's not really a chance, is no, it? No, no, it's just it shaved the post. But when you actually look at our chances, Garner needs to hit the one first time, James Garner, with his right foot. When he comes back inside and tries to bend it, it's pathetic. It's actually Garner Gay gets one roll back to him and that far corner's gate and he hits it the other way. Nonsense. I even think James Garner's had that at the bar he should have scored with. Yeah, he should have. Or he should have hit the target. There's others, but we look at the chances in the second half. The only real one I would say we had was Beto's one. Mm. And he had I don't know what he was he doing. He jumped too early. Yeah, he headed it the wrong way yeah, anyway. He should be two, the the one far second corner. one he jumped too early. Stupid. But there was wasn't like we were creating good chances. Because we don't have like players who overlap. We don't have players making runs we look don't at, try to draw and get in behind look at every time Jack, like Jack, when Jack Harrison come on it should have been with Patterson yeah 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 because every time oh, he got the ball Garnady. no but every time he got the ball mm. he wanted to wanted come on the inside overlap. and he wanted an overlap mm. like there was loads of times he was looking around yeah. it was like the, the, and again I'll go back to the manager how can you play a right midfielder a, a midfielder at right midfield and not have an overlap and right back mm. how can you do that it's again, it's an away game. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home games are completely different. You've got to. Someone said to me, and they weren't, they weren't, they weren't saying dates out by the way, but they were just saying he's no good when the onus is on the attacking thing. So everything is, everything is playing with your backs to the wall with them, mm. and therefore away. I get it. He's decent away, yeah. but at home we are dreadful because we are almost like. We don't want the ball. We want to just be up against it and hit them on the break. But you can't do that. Luton, we're never coming to have the ball at the weekend, ever. It's like us going to Anfield. We're not going to Liverpool in whenever many weeks it is, are yeah. we? And going, we're going to have all the ball. We're, yeah. gonna, we're not like under Martinus. You know, we went there that time and dominated the possession and got done 4 0. It could have been even more. But we're not turning up anywhere and going, we're having the ball. <laughs> so Luton come to Goodison and we're like, yeah, you can have all the ball. We're sitting in. And if we nick a point today, it's great. How are, how are Luton ever going to score? I was only off set pieces. <laughs> and he scored off two set pieces. Yeah. Once. Once. So Jack saying, Sean Dyche has only won one game of football across two seasons when they've had more possession than the other team. And it was <laughs> against Devon. Okay, and there you go. But I'm, but that's but what I'm saying, right? What I'm saying it well, it's like Classic, it's like the stat last night, isn't it? Marco oh, Silva's won more games at Goodison since, since March since March than Sean Dyche as his Everton manager. But the thing about it is, what I'm saying is there has to be a way then that you come up with. We, Luton were always coming and doing what they were doing, so we yeah. do have to go right. But we've got to be on the front it's, foot. It's then. Right. I don't mind yeah, them yeah. doing it again. I mean, even though we were right. we were abysmal against Arsenal, I don't mind yeah. them going. They're going off the ball. We have to have a way of playing, but mm. it's dead simple, right? It's dead simple. Sean Dyche is a wartime manager, mm. right? He's a wartime manager. He's the manager who got, got us out of the, the stuff we were in when mm. we needed to get tight and win games 1 0. And this is a little bit like what happened with Frank. It becomes a new season, 
and expectations are different. You start from a new place, and people, when you're sitting at home, you you haven't got you go in the game and you're thinking, right, starter from zero. Here we go. Is an opportunity. We've brought, we've got two strikers, we've got three wingers, four wingers, whatever it is. We've got a couple of decent players, right? We're starting from zero. Let's go and win games. And he doesn't know how to do it. The same way Frank Lampard didn't know how to do it without making us massively open or playing five at the back. This manager does not. So this manager's either got to go back to a situation where we are watertight at home and we play at home like we do away. And we are absolutely playing for clean sheets and we will get a, we will get a goal and win 1-0. Or he gets the sack. There's no him, but he doesn't know, and he'll never know because he's too long in the tooth. Unless he brings new coaches in, he'll never ever know how to play attack and football at home. That's simple. That is just a simple fact. So either go back to trying to nick games one nil and playing, let the opposition have the possession, or sack him. There's no in between for me. There isn't because he hasn't got the skill set. It's as simple as that. He hasn't got the skill set. He could go to Paris, maybe save his daughter. That's the kind of skill set maybe he's got. But he hasn't got this skill set to, to be to be offensive at home. So that's it. So you are so it's pretty pointless having him as the manager unless you're gonna get clean sheets every week and be horrible. And we haven't had uh, let me just count. Yeah, we haven't had any clean sheets this season. Mike, what someone's put I don't know how real this is, if you know your history that because I just haven't nearly checked, but I'll, I'll read it out because it sounds astonishing. Mike Walker's home record won 40% of his games, drew 30% and lost 30%. Sean Dyke just won 31% of his own games, drew 8% and lost 61%. He can't have had a, he can't have had a worse home record than Walker, surely. Oh, mind you, we never lost 7 and 8, so we probably has. Well, something's got to change, hasn't it? Something's got to change. That's that's the way it is, isn't it? Um, By the way, right, and this is the other myth that needs... Well, there's two myths, right? Number one, oh, we haven't got the money to sack him. I'm sure we have. The club. That's the club. And number two, yes, we can go through another manager. We can go through as many managers we want till we find the right one. It's as simple as... Why hang on to a manager who can't do the job? Now, I'm not saying Sean Dice can't do the job, but in any aspect... If you get a manager and he cannot do the job you're asking him to do, then in any walk of life, he does not remain the manager. You do not keep a manager in because you think, oh, no, but, we, you know, it's only been nine months. Well, the blue says we've created more big chances than 95% it of the league. Matter. If he's If he's so defensive. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's XG shite again. Well, what happens, all I'll say, like, regardless of that, let's... So what happens then, the Blues? What happens? Do we just keep if do we just keep losing games and going? Yeah, but we created we, next we created loads of chances. Next what do you do with that? Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm just asking, just yeah. out of interest. How long do you, do you do that before something has to change? Do you just keep going and go? Well, got relegated, but you know what? I think Martinez lost the percentage four times. Someone said, or five times in his Everton career, we lost we lost the percentage yeah, yeah. having the ball possession. Think. So, so, but we we 
Also, one season we had to win four games, otherwise we'd have been in trouble. Can I just can I just tell you? Can line. I just tell you? By the way, Jack made an absolute. Jack put just grab Jack's mic. Put that stat you said about XG about Onana's chance. By the way, don't have to put you put it on your top. You don't need. You're not on it. You're not doing. Just put. Tell me that stat about the XG with Onana's chance. By the way. Uh, so with the XG third, Onana's chance, and then Decore's follow-up chance, and then Calvert Lewin's eventual goal. With the model that tends to go round on Twitter, you know, the, that account, the XG philosophy, they put the XG up for both teams at the end of the game. The model that they use doesn't count XG for a passage of play. They just judge every chance individually, so I've been told. So when that uh, account puts up at the end of the game, Everton had an XG of 3.5 or whatever it was, and Luton's was less than 1. That's not accurate, because if Onana's chance goes in first... Decore doesn't have his chance and then Calvert-Lewin doesn't have his chance. Mm, that results in a goal. Yeah. So it doesn't really tell you the full context of the match, does it? It's a useful staff for certain things. You can't really use it to judge who deserves to win. So you say like those, those three numbers were added into Everton's XG, weren't they? Yeah. Because so the been, three blocked. Yeah. So I've been told, I think other XG mm. models won't use the same thing and other models... No, but they were all they were three separate chances, so they will. Yeah, but it will cap at an XG of 1 for a passage of play with most models, but apparently the one this account on Twitter uses doesn't mm. do it's that. Like, it's like when you have, you say, like we had four centric, four shots on goal, mm. and three of them have been blocked on the line, then you put the fourth yeah. one in. All four chances count. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you'll come away and go, we have four shots yeah. on target, we have three of them, the keeper saved, and you tap the fourth one in. So you didn't have them at any other time yeah. in the game. That it's like you, yeah. you have to have the contract. The butter- I, listen, I it's love the butterfly effect. Well, I love, I love the stats thing. I love yeah. that's what I look at before we do the thing. I look at it all and go, what was that like? What quality of chances with that? You can make it look however you want to make it look. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, we have to find a way where we're tighter defensively. And we can nick these games. Yeah. We've got to start winning home games. It doesn't matter whether you love Sean Dyche on this side, you hate Sean Dyche on this side, or you're right down the middle. Yeah. The three people or the three groups of people can't disagree that we have to win yeah. home games. That's just a fact. If we end up getting relegated, but we've had um, 197 chances all season, and oh my God, Everton are the best chance career. If Everton go down, we'll all be crying, won't yeah. we? And bleating. So that's got to be sorted. We can't play a home game, lose, play the next one, lose, play the next one, lose, mm. and go, bad loads of chances, though, aren't we? Because it doesn't work. That's all right if you've got three strikers, you get 50 goals each, and they're all injured, and you go, we keep doing that when they're back. Oh, we're going to be sound. Yeah. You've, we've got to start sorting our home format. Yeah. It's awful. It doesn't matter if you are Sean Dyche's biggest fan and you think he is a modern-day fucking... You know, younger Carlo Ancelotti or whoever you think he's the greatest manager that's ever graced the earth. If he keeps losing home games, you have to question it's, him. It's about learning and lessons, and, we'll, and the less and now Bournemouth is the place to put in action. Mm. All I know is, in the last two home games, just taking them, we never laid a glove on Arsenal, and in the second half on Saturday, it was a disgrace. Because, and I'll tell you why: two-one down, going into half time. You'd expect to be camped in yeah, their half. Yeah, That's yeah. what I expect as an Evertonian, by the way. They're mm. my expectations. At home, yeah. They're yeah. my expectations is that we live in their half and and they don't get over the halfway line mm. apart from Especially a team like Luton. Yeah. No disrespect. No, they spent no money. 
They've so, won, so they are they, what they are. They've won the game. They couldn't care less. Yeah. Like, I expect, I expect, these are my expectations as Evertonians, that we live in that in that, that half. And all we do is just keep moving the ball and, and moving it and finding angles and being patient and creating those chances. No, go long, then let them come out. And then go long and then let them come out and then pass it over to Jack Harrison, who's on his own. And no one supports him till the last 10 minutes when he brought Patterson on. And then the same thing happens again and the same thing happens again and the same... No, you live in their half and you move the ball and you move them around and you exhaust them. You exhaust them. to Because the, that's what that's what good sides do. And I'm not saying we're a good side, but at least if you're going to follow a pattern, follow a pattern. That's what good sides do. You exhaust them to the point of opening up spaces. You open up the spaces. What you don't do is go... Long ball, cross, long ball, cross, long ball, cross, long ball, cross, which is absolutely for five defenders at the back. We'd love that. We would love... In, in I still any... think you can't throw crosses in. You've got to put them in the right areas. You've got to put them in the right areas as well. You don't yeah. just toss up crossing. You've got to beat the first man. Yes. But it's variation. It's variation. It's moving people around. Joe said we haven't scored a goal from open play at the Gladys Street end since Coleman against Leeds, which is a free goal. It's Absolutely embarrassing. Longham, Simon says Longham for the days when Moyes was looking after us. It's embarrassing. We've been going downhill ever since he left. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because that man had standards. And Charles said Lampard had a much worse side than this one. Lampard, I'd, Lampard shouldn't come into his conversation because he's he's just no. But I, the only reason I bring him up is no, that no. everyone was kicking him. No, no, and he had the he had a better just, record. Just didn't have the skills. Doesn't have the skill set. Mm. He wants. He's the kind of manager that. If you've got nice players, he'd be all right. You know, get Winksy on the ball and all that. But he didn't, doesn't... Under- Poor Winksy, he's playing well for Leicester. Fair play to him. Um, mm. It's got to improve. And, and son, uh, Saturday, as I said, Saturday, if Everton don't win, and Everton have not... And then that means Everton have not won any of the first five home games against four absolute bang average teams, then... I'm worried, right? I am worried because we've played, forget about Arsenal, yeah. a brilliant, so take them out. But the other games we've lost, the other three games we've lost, Wolves, Fulham and Luton, are against, those teams haven't been very good. And they're all going to be around us. And we're yeah. getting into, soon, we're going to be getting into territory where we're playing the top yeah. 10 teams. It will be all be tough games at home. The only thing that I feel like those games might save us, A, they might suit us because we're on a back foot and B I don't believe I, on the I, back don't, foot I don't yeah but they I know I know but what I mean is the only thing that I'm not absolutely distraught about mm. at this moment but it, it will get worse the more games you lose is I still think this squad and team will get much more points than Burnley Sheffield United and Luton that shouldn't be a bar though that Everton expect, you know what I mean. That shouldn't be the bar. Well, those three teams won't get more points than us. That can't be the bar. It can't be. Stop you it. have to start going. We need to be reaching for higher. And if people come back and go, we haven't got the play. I don't. I don't buy into that. I'm sorry. I don't buy into it because that there is. He keeps saying it himself. So you either believe the manager or you don't. But he says there's good players here, and there is good players here. We went to Villa and Brentford and proved that. You can't roll out against Brentford and put a performance in like that. Do the same with Filler, turn up at Goodison and, and save up what they've saved up so far and then go, oh, well, it's just the players aren't good enough because they were good enough last week. So something's got to change. We have to start winning home games. Yeah. It's as simple as that because we will be in the shit yeah. if we don't. We've got Liverpool away after Bournemouth, Liverpool away, West Ham at home, 
marvellous. We've got four and points. Brighton away. Four points in October. It's embarrassing. So it's it's it, we've got to start winning games, and and it's got to be Saturday, and it'll be a tough, horrible game Saturday because it was when we bleeding needed it when they had nothing to play for in May. They come to Goodison, and we mm. we had to you know it was a great strike from Decore to win the game, but they had nothing to play for, and it was difficult. They haven't won a game yet, and they're arriving at Goodison ready. And and you know I heard I heard the Luton manager say I fancied us today. Luton haven't won a game. I fancied us today with their home form. How is that a thing? By the way, can we stop with this? Like going back to what Baz said earlier about this thing of like the last three managers haven't like had a tune out of these players. What players? They're all bleeding brand new. They're all different. They're all new. Mm. They're all Mac- different. McNeil's only been here eighteen months. That's only been here eighteen Har- months. Harrison's just arrived. Tarkowski's only been here eighteen months. Brantwaite's basically this is his new. first se- season. Ashley Young's his first season. Michalenko. Uh, two, two coming up to two years, you know. Uh, Patterson, Beto, yeah. Beto, Guy, yeah. Dump scored 20, 20 goals. The Corey's only been, you know, the Corey. Okay, so there's like about three plays in the entire. T- it's practically a new team that's been built over the last eighteen months. This thing again of like, oh, last year, it's over the last year. No, 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 these players have thrown six managers under the bus. Well, they, no, well, someone like Michael Keane and, and Coleman and Pickford have played under that many, but there's not many now when you look at the team. Dom has been in and out. In fact, you know, Dom was, I thought Dom was excellent at the yeah, weekend, but, but that's it. It's just, we've just got to be simple as we've yeah. got to be Bournemouth at the weekend. Yeah. It's as simple as that. We've got to, because our home, we've got to get some home form from somewhere. I don't know how we do it, but we've got to, and it's as simple as that. That's the start on um, Saturday. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. So, it's mad. It's mad. There you go. Right. Are we set up then for the more than a game? So, we're going over to more than a game now. We'll be back for the final word live on Toffee TV Premier in about an hour. So, uh, if you want more of this moaning with added Jack moaning. No, no, looking at the game. Moaning. We'll see you later. Ta-da. <laughs>